Consultant Logical, the UAE's first and only regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. I'm here with the managing partner of the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalava and Plethka, Ludmilla Yamalava. Always nice to see you. It's great to see you too, Tim. In this episode of Logical, it's all about registering a civil will at ADJD. That's the Abu Dhabi Judicial Department. We've already done a podcast on this, however. This is specifically for Muslims in the UAE. Very, very important piece of news. I'd go as far as to say kind of groundbreaking uh, in some ways, Ludmilla. Lots and lots of people making the UAE their home. We've talked about this ad infinitum or people at least spending more time here. Um, I think this is going to be received very well. I, indeed, I am certain it will be. And this is why we're doing this podcast. And I think it truly is groundbreaking and is... Uh, it's um, essential that we talk about it and we talk about it now because we have just, and perhaps I'll lead in, lead in with this, we have just uh, registered our first Muslim will uh, oh, in okay. the UAE. And this is why oh, I wanted to wait and do this podcast until we've actually sort of done it, seen it firsthand. And we can now affirmatively state that, yes, this option for Muslims to register a will that's different from Sharia mm. uh, is possible um, and it exists. Um, uh, and we've done it, been there, done it, tried it, and so uh, it's real. Uh, so what we're talking about here, and that is, and the, that's registering a civil will for by Muslims for Muslims inside the UAE, and it is um, that option is available uh, in Abu Dhabi. Uh, under what's called the Abu Dhabi um, Law for Civil Marriages and Its Effects, which is law number 14 of 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, and as per this law, uh, the um, governing authority uh, for these kinds of services is sort of sits under the umbrella of ADJD, which is the Abu Dhabi Judicial Department or Abu Dhabi Courts. Uh, and under it is the specific Abu Dhabi Family Court, or sorry, Abu Dhabi Civil Family Court um, that oversees uh, all civil uh, civil marriages and its effects uh, aspects uh, of of uh, this particular law. Uh, so while the law that was introduced at the end of 2021 uh, and had gone through um, some evolution, and the evolution happened actually very quickly, we've talked about in the previous podcasts, and initially when the law was introduced at the end of 2000, uh, 2021, uh, the law was, it was civil marriages for specifically non-Muslim expats. Yeah. And literally just a month later, the law uh, was changed, and not only the title of the law, but also certain aspects, very important aspects of the law uh, were amended, and that is it no longer was limited to expats, and that's perhaps because the UAE now has a growing number of uh, um, of non-Muslims um, as part of their uh, citizens, um, so obviously limiting it to expats would have uh, done a bit of uh, injustice to those UAE nationals who are not Muslims. Um, so the law was amended to take that out, but more importantly, it was also amended to take out the non-Muslim uh, limitation to the law. So uh, in other words, it became civil marriages and its effects uh, compared to the previous civil marriages for non-Muslim expats, which was the title. And as the law was kind of evolving and there were certain provisions and specific terms in the law uh, that uh, uh, gave a lot of us legal minds uh, a lot of hope that the law might eventually be extended to uh, also Muslims of the UAE, it wasn't clear to what extent we would be able to extend it. 
so um, at um, some point, just over the last uh, perhaps year, because remember the law has only been in existence about a year and a half, mm. uh, but it became clear, and and that in particular through ADJD's own website or the representations on the website, for example, uh, now Muslims could actually conduct a civil marriage uh, under this law in in ADJD. So in other words, as a Muslim, you could opt to have a civil marriage. Okay, so that became more or less clear because it was represented on the website, and therefore if if, if since the law is called civil marriages and its effects for any Muslim that would ultimately get married under ADJD, you can kind of see how the rest of the aspects of that marriage would be treated and governed by the same law, which is the civil marriage and its effects, for example, in the event of a divorce, in the event of um, uh, of custody uh, disputes, and, and equally so in, in the event of uh, inheritance. Okay, so that's for Muslims who, for example, choose to get married in ADJD under civil marriages or as a civil marriage. But what about all those Muslims who are already in the UAE, who are already married uh, or not married for that, for, uh, that matter, who did not opt for uh, that law as part of their uh, as part of their marriage, uh, or the so so, w- what could they actually avail themselves, in particular, for purposes of inheritance of this law? That was one question that we that c- continued to sort of to remain a big question mark in our heads mm. uh, um, because it was not, was not clear. I think so, uh, kind of we watched that space very closely, and it seemed that. We were heading in that direction. Authorities were going to open the service specifically for also Muslims, but we were not certain how whether that was uh, just us kind of uh, being idealistic and, and hopeful thinkers, uh, whether this is going to happen. And voila, now we know it actually it does exist and it works and it's available for Muslims. Um, so in fact, um, uh, this the same service and the same law uh, has now been extended to all uh, non uh, all Muslims who want to have a civil will. Uh, and except there are some limitations, and that is it does not include or the service is not available for UAE nationals. Uh, and I guess it would be UAE nationals who are Muslim. So if Muslim uh, Muslim uh, UAE citizens are not uh, able to register a will uh, under, this, under this law. Now, for all other Muslims, they can. And this, I have to tell you, is truly groundbreaking. And it's, uh, it's a huge and big step forward for a lot of Muslims. Because once again, for, uh, during my 15 years of practice here, we've had so many requests, for example, for, let's say, British citizens uh, who even live in England but have assets in the UAE and... Um, uh, but they're Muslim of Pakistani descent, could be Indian descent, uh, could be Lebanese, whatever it may be. But they're born raised, let's say, in the UK. And these are real life examples. Say it could be Australian uh, citizens as well, that mm. ultimately, but the, that are Muslim. So for them, whatever is whatever assets, whatever interests they would hold in the UAE, those interests were always subject uh, to the default law, which is the, which was the UAE personal status law, which is based on principles of Sharia. Now it's yeah. not Sharia law that would apply. It would be the uh, the UAE personal status law that would apply to all Muslims in the UAE. Uh, and that law was based on principles of Sharia. So therefore, for Muslims, there was no way to do a will away from uh, from, from Sharia. Now, under Sharia, uh, you, Muslims could have a will, but it's a very limited exception to a will. And ultimately, they can only will one third of their estate and only to a non-heir. So in other words, if it's your children, you could not, you, you have, let's say, if you have three daughters and one son, you could not, yeah, under Sharia, you cannot give a, a will to your children because they're your heirs. Yeah. So the only thing, you, for example, one option is that let's say if you have um, 
a couple, a man is Muslim and the woman is not. Uh, in that case, a woman does not need to convert. So the man can give a will to his wife because she's not an heir under Islam. Uh, so that's one example. Right. But yeah, it was very limited in any event. And, and to register that will, was it's, extre- it's a fairly arduous process. You have to go through the courts uh, and then you have to go through the Sharia court and basically um, have uh, witnesses available and it has to be all kind of verified and it's fairly complicated and very few wills. And all the other heirs, by the way, have to agree to you kind of... Uh, uh, to do uh, your will as well. So it's it's very complex. Um, uh, so, uh, and that's why for all the other, kind of our Muslim clients that we've had over the years who have wanted to do, have a will uh, for, uh, to, to, you know, to have their heirs kind of be um, um, included in their wishes <laughs> uh, for how the assets were to be distributed after de- their death. And we've had lots of families with, for example, uh, girls and under Sharia girls, um, you know, the basically you need to look for a male heir uh, in order for, for distribution of uh, inheritance. Um, so, and so that's kind of the governing force. So like if, if you don't have any boys, so it kind of goes down, you look for a male heir. And if there's no male heir, you look up to like the father of the father, then the father gets a sort of a big share. And then if there's no father, then you go look sideways, you look for, for example, um, brothers. And so, but, so you could have three daughters and they would not be uh, your main uh, beneficiaries, uh, not, not to mention your wife. Uh, so, I mean, I'm following the process, but it's intricate. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's convoluted, so, Listen, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, all those, uh, the Muslims, obviously, this, this, this makes sense. I mean, they are happy with that kind of distribution, but there are some sure. uh, who, uh, let's say in those cases where you only have daughters, or if you have two daughters and a son, you want them all to have equal shares. Mm. Uh, also, you want to have, for example, for your wife to have your share as well, because under Sharia also, the wife gets, I think, again, depends on the circumstances, quite complicated, but only a fraction of your estate. Uh, so, but we there were no options uh, for us to advise them how to do a will. We even tried to do, for example, um, uh, through the lo- through the notary public. Um, but they say, as long as they saw that the authorities saw that if there's a Muslim name, basically it's Muslim, you're not allowed to have a will. In short, in simple terms. Right. Uh, so as a, you know, but what ha- ends up happening in cases like this, and this is why I think this is such a groundbreaking and and a positive uh, step forward and development for for the UAE and uh, uh, its future with regards to, in particular, interest in the UAE is that what people end up doing is that setting up all sorts of complicated structures uh, of ownership, right? So through through trusts, through companies, and often they involved foreign entities. So in other words, they would set up, let's say, a, a trust or a foundation or a company uh, in some kind of a BVI or Cayman Islands, and that company would then own assets here. And that's because uh, that's kind of the way that they were able to to at least give some kind of protection in terms of uh, structuring their estate for the future away from Sharia. So, but it's it's, it's very complicated. It's expensive uh, and uh, it's um, it's cumbersome. And ultimately, uh, it becomes so kind of opaque and, and convoluted that almost in many cases it defeats the purpose and it becomes also prohibitively expensive for many. Uh, but they created that whole industry of structuring companies and uh, offshores mm-hmm. and there's a multitude of like a web uh, of, uh, of various trusts and foundations. And so that was kind of, it's, it's a sort of a prolific industry in and of itself. Well, now you don't need to do that. 
So if you are under this law, if you're Muslim and you want to have a civil will, you can. Uh, so, and we have now tested it. We have a civil will. To, and I can kind of walk you through the process quickly, uh, shortly how to do it. Uh, but there's a big question and we've, but, and I want to, I do want to um, perhaps highlight it is that people worry, okay, well, how does, but how does that, uh, how does it uh, correspond with the rest of the UAE law? Well, now what's important to remember is that when you register a will under ADJD, ADJD is not just, um, just a third party, right? It's not just an entity. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a government authority. It's judicial authority. And so when you have this will registered, it's issued by ADJD. It's issued by the court. WW courts. And it's a legal authority. It's a legal authority, yes. Yeah. And so therefore then when you have, uh, at the end, when uh, if you want to enforce a probate this will, it'd be through this ADJD which already has record of it, so you will ultimately have a court, an ADJD court decision. Mm. And so in that case, you'd be enforcing this decision. You wouldn't be just enforcing a document, right? You'd be enforcing a court decision in other emirates in the UAE. So uh, so therefore it obviously, to, to me, based on, on my uh, practice in, in the UAE, you, you have a judgment from Abu Dhabi courts, you could equally enfource it in Iraq, Rasahema, Fujairah, and any other emirate as you would uh, Dubai decision enforce in any other emirate, for example. So this is very much the same process. So the idea here is that whatever you register with ADGD becomes an ADGD court document. And therefore, even if you don't have any assets in Abu Dhabi, you can enforce this decision, court decision at the Emirates where you have assets. One, and two, it's very important to highlight as well that in order to benefit from this service, you don't need to have any connection to Abu Dhabi. So you don't need to be an Abu Dhabi resident. You don't need to work in Abu Dhabi or live in Abu Dhabi. You don't really have to have any kind of connection to Abu Dhabi. This service is available to anyone, uh, UAE, uh, UAE residents and even tourists or non-residents. Let's get on to the process, the documentation, and I guess the other important aspect is cost, Ludmilla. Indeed, and the cost is a lot more um, uh, for, we've talked about this in a separate podcast, it's a lot more affordable uh, than other civil wills, services that are available or options that are available in, in the UE, such as the DIFC will. So the cost here is 950 dirhams. It's about $300. Um, so I'd say it's fairly affordable. Mm. Now, with regards to the process, um, it is done all entirely online. You apply through ADJD website. Uh, you log in through the UAE Pass. And there's a specific service that's called, it's under the fa Civil Family Court e-services. And there's a specific request or a sub-request under that service is called Request to Authenticate a Civil Will. Uh, and then uh, ADJD uh, also offers um, a standardized civil will template. Mm -hmm. uh, so you could use their will, and their will, by the way, is already both in Arabic and English, so you don't have to attest it. So you can use just the ADG ADJD civil will template, uh, which makes it a lot easier and therefore even more affordable because you don't have to pay lawyers or anybody else to kind of draft you a new will. Uh, and because it's already in Arabic and in English, you don't have to pay any kind of translation costs. Um, and uh, but you also have the option of uh, submitting your own template. Uh, but as long as if you're gonna if you're going to submit your own template, you also need to provide the, the legal translation because it has to also be in both languages. So then, if you're going to translate into Arabic, well, you have to translate into Arabic. It has to be legally translated. So there's an additional cost there potentially. But obviously, the option of having your own draft, your own template, 
is also available. And then uh, you submit that uh, through the website and then you'll get a confirmation from ADJD that they up, they've received your application or you received your will. And then uh, you will have, you'll, they'll send you a link uh, of when your appointment date is to basically execute the will. Uh, so the, and the link is it's on online appointment. Um, so they'll send you the link on the day of your appointment. Uh, you will log in uh, through this link. It's an online appearance. You will uh, go through the will, uh, confirm your, your identity and um, and basically then the authorities will uh, will ratify or st- uh, sign your will afterwards and it's supposed to be a QR code and uh, for, for the, the one the one will we've, we've registered so far does not yet have the QR code but the idea basically is that it's all all the wills in the future will uh, be digitally verified okay. uh, but in any event there is basically no physical attendance so there's no physical stamps it's all electronically uh, witnessed registered and stored it's pretty straightforward for some reason in my head I'm thinking of something my grandfather would have said Robert's your father's brother which is another way of saying Bob's your uncle i.e it's pretty straightforward it happens pretty quick and it seems to be i think it's an old way of saying it is streamlined once again it certainly is it's uh, very streamlined it's uh, easy it's accessible it's you don't by the way and you don't need because of that you don't even need lawyers for this so you truly can do it all yourself adgd website is available it's accessible to all as long as if you you pass it's easy to log in and from there on and by the way unlike um well actually it's changing in all the other um, courts as well uh but abu in particular, and the ADGD offers most of the services, court services are in both languages, at least on the right. website. So it's right. easy to, to navigate. You don't have to have a lawyer and you don't need to be an Arabic speaker. It's it's all sort of, it's more or less in dual languages in terms of just being able to navigate through the website, which services to apply. And because there's a template will that's already available, you truly do not need a lawyer. So I think for all those Muslims who have been sitting on the fence waiting for this moment to happen, now is the time. You now have uh, the tools and um, uh, the roadmap of how to do it. Um, so, and because the cost is so much more affordable uh, than the previous options, uh, then I would recommend that most, uh, you know, all those who who are sort of been thinking about it or not really even thinking about it now that you know about it, uh, you should definitely uh, at least consider seriously consider having one of these wills. That's a question I was going to ask you actually. Whenever we talk about wills, I, I generally will ask you something like, "What's your advice to somebody considering a will?" And if you're thinking about it, then you clearly think you need to do it. Uh, But I'd also usually kind of say to you, who should have a will? I would say now that we know that that this process exists and it exists in this form and that is at this cost, which is 950 dirhams, I would say basically anyone who either uh, has obviously has, has any kind of assets in the UAE um, and two, if you work in the uh, in in the UAE or live here, uh, so because uh, most likely, if not now, uh, very soon you will have some kind of some sort of an asset. It could just be a bank account, it could be a car, it could be a painting, mm. uh, or you could just have children uh, and minor children. Because this in this will, you can also include provisions for guardianship uh, of your children, of your minor children. So I would say now that it's this option is so much more accessible, uh, then it should be. Um, considered by majority of, of uh, people because uh, it's better to have something than nothing uh, and even if you have um, 
only a bank account uh, in the event something happens, especially if you're Muslim, let's say if you're a man and you die, what happens to the bank account? Who does it go to? Mm -hmm. I mean, you still have mm -hmm. a wife and you have children, but the wife does not by default get access to your bank account. Yep. So just having this will will give you the kind of, will, will give your wife and your children the expedited uh, way to being able to, to access um, the um, whatever assets, you know, whatever interest you might have had here uh, in the UAE. That's another edition of Logical Civil Wills in Abu Dhabi for Muslims. It's now possible to register a civil will if you are Muslim at the Abu Dhabi Judicial Department. As ever, thanks for watching, listening, or both. Uh, and thanks to our legal expert, managing partner here at Yamalava and Pleska, Ludmilla Yamalava. Thank you very much again. Tim, always a pleasure. You can find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. Our podcasts are free there at lylawyers.com. To have a question answered in an episode of Logical, a legal question, or to talk to a qualified UE experienced legal professional, click the contact button at lylawyers.com. Music